views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to Radically Distinct Radio with Jen Morgan. Radically Distinct Radio bridges the worlds of brand marketing and professional development to help you take control of your future and build your brand to accomplish your goals. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself to launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Radically Distinct Radio provides insights for how to show up in the world as your most powerful brand. As a brand strategist, advertising producer, and business coach, Jen Morgan has 15 years' experience helping individuals, teams, and companies create stories that inspire action. Her RAD method empowers people to be radically distinct by giving them a framework for perceiving their brand and expressing their value that sets them in a class of their own. Now, she brings the RAD method to the airwaves to help you maximize your brand power to produce results. Here's your host, Jen Morgan. Hey, everybody. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm here with Jen Morgan, my co-host, and you just heard the introduction of her fabulous show. You know, for those of you out there who have been following us and following the series, one of the things that we get to talk about is who are we in the world today? And then who do we want to become And when we enter into the world of business, the question mark that always stands, at least, you know, for me, and in looking at interviewing over 9,000 people in 14 years, is how did they get so clear, some of them, about who they are in the world or who they want to become? And Jen Morgan is someone that helps people in the world brand their business, brand who they are. As the founder and CEO of Radically Distinct, she has been working with people to help them understand what brand is, why a brand strategy is important, and then how do we take that and turn that into business outcomes that people want to see happen. You know, her clients range from people that have personal brands, personal stories to CEO executives, you know, in Fortune 100 companies, a trainer, that and much more. She's passionate about helping all of us understand that becoming radically distinct is our most powerful brand. Jen, this is awesome. Today we're going to talk about positioning. Welcome. It's great to have you back. Thank you, Dr. Pat. I'm glad to be back. You know, positioning, let's talk about it. But, you know, before we jump into that, you know, give us a walkthrough of, you know, the RAD method, what you've created and where positioning is in this. Yeah, so the RAD method is the methodology that I use to help increase results during implementation, right? Because you can have the best strategy in the world and have lackluster results and then think it's the strategy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, and it has five pillars and they work together um, like as a group. So you might, a client might come to me because they want to work on their positioning in the marketplace. And then we have to go through the other five pillars to tighten them up and strengthen them in alignment with that particular 
pillar. So there's positioning, which we're talking about today, passion, which is how do you channel all that energy into what you're trying to do? You know, lots of times we think about passion and we put it outside of ourselves and then we end up with a half tank of gas and we wonder (laughs) why we're not excited about what we used to be so passionate about. So passion is really like our gas. It helps us get going. It helps us stay when times get tough. And then the, um, and we talked about passion a few, a couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have perception Um, and perception really weaves its way into everything. And all these really do weave their way into all of them. But perception is really about how do you think about yourself? How do you feel about yourself? What do you believe about yourself? And then the reverse of that, how do other people think, feel and believe about you? And how do you align that so that you feel like you can show up in the world and and, and, and be who it be to other people who you want them to perceive you as. Yeah. And then we have a uh, performance, which we're going to get to soon. And we have <laughs> promotion. <laughs> Those are our next two shows. <laughs> well, positioning is something that, you know, folks don't talk about enough. And let's talk about, you know, what the foundation is of every great brand, because, you know, you've worked with people from all different walks in life. You know, they have one thing in mind. You know, they want somehow to move from wherever they are to be recognized as the expert in their field. But there is, you know, a foundation point to start. Tell us about what that is. Well, I I believe that the foundation of every great brand is a positioning strategy, which Mm. is our focus for today. Um, And, you know, I could use great brands. I could use authentic brands, radically distinct brands. But at the end of the day, what are the brands that you remember and that last the test of time? Because you can have a, you know, be a one hit wonder brand (laughs) (laughs) or, you know, you can actually be able to transition in the marketplace. And how do you do that? Um, So that's what I'm considering what is a great brand. And I think what determines a great brand is the clarity and effectiveness at which it wins votes, sales, high fives, you know, because it can be a person or it can be a company. We often think about companies when we think about brands. And even I've heard some people tell me that the idea of thinking of themselves as a brand is too commercial. Mm. But, you know, we have like David Bowie, great brand. Yeah. A really good example of somebody whose whole career was based on being able to reinvent himself. Um, Frida Kahlo, also a really great uh, women artist brand. Uh, Margaret Thatcher. Like, so there's lots of people as well as companies like Apple Computers, Ford Motor Company. And I think that what makes them great is that they strike a chord in the culture, either in a need that we have or, you know, mobilizes us like Ford Motor Company. It, it was able to get more cars to more people. Yeah. Um, and it then becomes synonymous with their category, like Kleenex and Netflix. So that yeah. if you go back in all of history, what, what actually is it that makes those brands stand out, be great, whether it's an individual leader, a team or an organization, um, that foundation is their positioning strategy. Yeah. And you know what you're talking about is really, really important because we've watched people over time start out in a particular way and in a particular brand. And let's talk about this for a minute. You mentioned David Bowie. And I don't think there's ever been, you know, someone that we've gotten to know early, early on as Ziggy Stardust and then change into this, you know, phenomenal, clean cut, you know, business entrepreneur 
in in the world in quite the way. But he's always been David Bowie. We didn't say, oh, David Bowie was this. He kind of has encompassed all aspect of who he was. How the heck did he do that? Because positioning was what he had done over four decades, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think how he did that is well. I mean, I've read quite a bit about David Bowie. Yeah. He like he he did sort of what um, a lot of people would call hardcore transformational coaching on himself. <laughs> <laughs> like he actually would go and go to, go into his room. I read an article, and this was the best ex- explanation. Yeah. I think this is a little extreme. So if you do branding, it's not ex- as extreme as David Bowie does it. But it can, you know if you're doing it on yourself, it could be, I guess. So he would go into his room, and he would like look at the things things about himself that he didn't like that weren't working or whatever, like the things that just were in his way from his perspective, and he would just work through them. And it that sounds very therapeutic, but at the end of the day, when you what you resist about yourself or what you resist about the world persists. And so what he really did was just look at those things where I can keep hiding these aspects of myself or I can become comfortable with them. And then what he did was by becoming comfortable with all aspects of himself was able to step out even bigger and bolder into the marketplace in a way that was relevant with the times. You know, he was able to get himself out of the way of being able to see what would be good for the culture right now? How can I step out there and give them a whole new inspiration? And I think that it's hard to really be a, it's really hard to be a person in the public when you've got a bunch of personal stuff that's, you know, you're trying to hide because you're under scrutiny in the public. So what I think he really did was he just got, he, he really understood who he was and he let himself, he let himself go through those transformations intentionally. And that became you never knew what he was going to do next, but you yeah, no, you, you know, <laughs> I love David Bowie. I mean, I'm the, I, and I was, it was so fascinating to see you, you, you pick up on that because, you know, for somebody like me, he came out in an era, in an era where, you know, let's talk about busting through barriers. Let's talk about being radically distinct too, because saying the word positioning and then, you know, Putting that together with radically distinct positioning is a very different thing, isn't it? Definitely. I mean, I I, I think that there's a um, <clears throat> there's a there's a long belief in marketing that you got to be different, you have to stand out, right? And that that makes a lot of sense. You do need to be different so people can see you, so you don't get lost in the crowd. Um, but I but I radically distinct is about being able to communicate your differences to people in a way that's valuable to them. And that means you need to be able to understand what's valuable about yourself and as a group, what's valuable about you and and how do we communicate those things. And I think that that's radically distinct because we're, as a culture, we're so used to being, you know, mass media communicating to us. And we have this opportunity now to be able to reach subcultures, niches, and um, we were able to target through advertising and Facebook very, very, very specific people. But if you're not actually communicating, um, if you're communicating as a brand, you're communicating as if it's for a character. And how do we communicate for a character as a group of people? Well, you have to have a positioning strategy. And then that positioning strategy has to have like real emotional elements to it so that people can connect to it and communicate with it. So we're really kind of developing a, a voice for a brand that can communicate across platforms. And that's really what makes it radically distinct is its ability to be uh, like a living entity in the world. 
I love this conversation. And you know what? We're going to take a short break and we come back. This is really kind of cool. Why most feedback on your brand is hogwash. And you know what I love about this? One of the I believe, if I believe in mistakes, one of the greatest mistakes I've ever made was getting feedback on a brand that literally took it off the table. Mm. And what do you want to know about that? I'm rethinking it today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Jen Morgan in the house, radically distinct. We're talking about positioning. I want to ask you folks out there, do you have an idea and you're not really sure why it's not off the table, why it's still on your mind and not in action? When we come back, we're going to tell you how you can participate, get some help from Jen and much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Brand consultant Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help you take control of your future and maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself and launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Jen Morgan and the Rad Method empower you to play to your strengths and show up in the world as your most powerful brand. To learn more, go to jenmorgan.com. That's Jen with two N's, morgan.com, or call 206 9 when your body is awakened, your spirit comes alive. Dana Canetto is a transformational guide, embodiment coach, and spiritual mentor assisting women in realigning with their truth and embodying who they are by connecting to the wisdom of their body. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network for Body Divinity Radio with Dana Canetto. For more information on Dana and her services, visit danacanetto.com. That's D-A-N-A-C-A-N-N-E-T-O.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. 
Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Yeah, I mean, you got to just love it. Thank you, Benny, for playing David Bowie. Jen Morgan is in the house. And I just want to tell you, if you want to find out more about Jen, you can go to our website, jenmorgan.com. But Jen, you've got some up and coming events and things you're doing. Before we jump into why most feedback on your brand is hogwash, tell us about these events. Well, I'm speaking tomorrow in Bellingham at what they're calling Bellingham's first business growth seminar. It's um, put on by a company called HowISell.com, and I'm really excited about it. I'm going to be on the stage with Dwayne Knapp, who's branded like, you know, Kettle One Vodka, Mm. Edwalla Mm. Juices. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a pretty big, pretty big guy. Um, And so I'm going to be, it'll be in Bellingham at the Leopold ballroom. You can get tickets by going to howisell.com and looking at the events page. Awesome. Well, that is exciting. Um, and also, you're you are also creating ways for people to plug in and make sure that they're getting the tools they need for who they are and what they're doing. Um, and so you're going to tell us about that today as well. Um, listen, People believe that feedback is the number one most important thing they could get. Now, I got to tell you, I've gotten some feedback along the way and took it really to heart and not quite sure why I did at the time, but I did. And I'm actually looking at that now and saying, gee, I need to do something with that. But tell us about your thoughts on this, about feedback on the brand really is it really hogwash <laughs> well I'm a, I'm, so I know this is a very presumptuous statement to say but because of my experience and how many different clients have come to me and told me mm-hmm. the feedback that they've gotten this has become my uh my go-to thing I say this often and so I'm just going to kind of give you my perspective on where I'm coming from you okay. know feedback is information about what you're doing in an effort to achieve a goal Mm-hmm. So if you're asking somebody feedback, then if their first question isn't, well, what's your goal or more specifically, what's your positioning strategy, then what you're going to get back is a whole bunch of opinions, um, which is called more like projection than feedback. Mm-hmm. So projection, at least where I'm coming from, is where you share your opinion from your own frame of reference. A movie, a movie is a really good example of a projection. You're watching light on a screen on a screen that's organized by a series of photos from the director of a movie. It's not the truth. It is the perspective of a director. And in order to do that well, the director has a very clear vision for what he's looking for and the ability to get other people to get in line with a very particular vision. There's no conflicts. Otherwise, it's a crappy movie. Right? <laughs> so there's reasons, and it's, and it's not bad for us to have our own perspective and our own point of view. But all opinions and advice and direction that that director gives is going to be rooted in that vision and in that story being told. 
when you're getting feedback from an, from on your brand, what you you don't want someone to take and project their movie all over your brand, which is usually what's happening. So the reason why I say most people's feedback is hogwash is two reasons. One, a lot of people are going to be looking at you through a smudgy lens, meaning they're not knowing about the movie that they're playing. So they don't know how to take their movie off in order to look at yours, right? Um, uh, I was talking to someone the other day about the story of David and Goliath. David was already slinging stones at animals to keep him away from a flock. He already had the ability to do exactly what he did to knock down Goliath. But if he had told like maybe a couple of his friends about his plan, about how he's going to take down Goliath, his friends would have been like, you're so dumb. He kills people every single day. You're never going to get this done. And then he's going to all of a sudden be confused. Maybe I can't do it or whatever. And this insight that he had that he could maybe do the same thing with Goliath that he did with these animals, maybe he'd feel less confident, you know? So that's, that's what happens when people project their movie on you. And <laughs> then that's no number one reason why most of the feedback is hogwash. And the number two is that you don't have a positioning strategy to give them a frame of reference for which their feedback will go into. Um, yeah. You know, if you don't tell people, because people are going to see you how they perceive you right now. And if we're getting feedback on a brand, it's likely something you're getting ready to move into or something you're going to become. So you've got to give people a frame of reference for where you're going. It's like a lens for them to, to take off their lens, take off yeah. their movie and look through. Uh, and most of the time, either you're lacking that positioning strategy when you're communicating it to them or um, you're just letting them you know, project their movie all over to you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting you say that. I had an idea um, a number of years ago, and and I'm actually doing it now. But I had an idea to create this storybook for kids about why it's important to green the earth. And so the book is called Pat the Green Rat. (laughs) Now, Now, I'm sorry, but I like that. So I had a a PR branding person tell me, no, you can't do that. You can't call it that. And I got the domain name, all the whole thing. She said, no, really, you don't want your name associated with a rat. And I thought, okay, she must know what she's doing. I look back on that now and I say, okay, I don't know, Jen. It sounds like that might have been a little hogwash. (laughs) (laughs) well you know i think that there could there could be validity in her opinion i mean she might like to be you know pat the rat or whatever like that could kind of come out but i mean i think there's a couple things one it's memorable (laughs) that's a good thing and two rats mean different things in different cultures and different groups of people so just because a rat to her is something that's negative we might go to chinese culture for example and it means something completely different and there's a lot of educated people in the world who don't just take you know they're maybe they're from the united states and they have this (laughs) idea about a rat being dirty in new york restaurants right that's that's all i think of or but then they but then maybe they've read rats can symbolize all kinds of different things so you know yeah yeah and what's what's what I love about it is that, you know, you, you have to work with somebody that really, and someone like you, that really understands what is the important of feedback, what to do with it, and how to get it. You know, I mean, isn't that what we're talking about, is really learning some discernment, but also, is the feedback that we're getting going to get us to the place where we want to be? 
you know, right. and you have a couple of, you know, conversations about that, you know, in terms of movies that are out there and things that are being done um, in the world and whether they are getting our attention. But isn't, you know, isn't this something that we have to consider? Who's given the feedback? But more importantly, how do we even get it? Yes. Yeah. I think um, how do you get good feedback is a great question. And I, I don't want to back up before mm-hmm. I answer that question and just define for people what a positioning strategy is, because sure. I'm getting so excited about talking to you about why you need one and I'm forgetting to tell you what it is. Okay. So um, a positioning strategy is a frame of reference for how you want to be perceived in the world by a certain group of people. It's going to contain an idea statement and some specific actions. So, for example, silk soy milk started out as being a milk for lactose intolerant people. It's kind of how it got a market, how it got a um, hold in the marketplace. And that's a positioning statement, right? It was an alternative uh, milk solution. And after it had achieved that goal, what, what the company wanted to do was it wanted to expand its market reach and it hit the mainstream. So, it's actually an incredibly bold idea, but they, mm. but their positioning strategy was the milk for cereal. Now, mm. that's incredible, right? Because who thinks the milk for cereal and then thinks soy milk? I mean, at, <laughs> now we do. But here's, here's why now we do. Because they took specific actions that infiltrated into our culture. So they put an image on silk, the, the carton of silk soy milk of a cereal bowl with milk going into it, which is traditionally like what cow's milk advertising did in the past, right? Mm-hmm. So we took that idea, we put that on the carton of the milk, and then what we did was we put soy milk right next to cow's milk in your grocer's like cooler, okay? Right. <laughs> this was a huge deal, <laughs> and it took a lot, to, I'm sure, for them to actually accomplish that goal. I'm sure that that was not an easy place to get their soy milk placed. <laughs> I'm sure they didn't pay a ton for it. But that is a positioning strategy, and they they had an idea statement, which is the milk for cereal, and then they had very specific actions that they made in the in the marketplace for people to be like, yeah, this is the milk for cereal, okay? <laughs> well, I think it really sets itself apart because, you know, the world that we're living in now is we see a number of different alternatives to dairy coming to the forefront. Um, and some of them have not done such a great job in doing that. You know, I was waiting for the whole almond milk group people (laughs) to really say, this is the milk for your smoothie. Um, Mm -hmm. and so what you're talking about is the clarity on this could either be something that people relate to, or the lack of clarity could add to confusion on what the heck am I going to use it for? And therefore, I'm not going to buy it. Mm-hmm. You mean for the for the um, soy milk itself? Exactly. And, you know, that image and that positioning of that is brilliant because mm-hmm. now when people are well aware of I want an alternative to dairy for my child, it's like right there. Yeah. And also it said something very interesting to me, like from my perspective is – I don't think that most of the world thinks that cow's milk is the milk for cereal. In fact, I'm going to bet that there is a bunch of people who just prefer to grab the soy milk and they just maybe can't find it in the, in the aisle. And they always, you know what I mean? And so I think it's like, it's incredibly bold, but they, they put a lot of trust in the customers that were already buying their product that 
if more of it was easier for more of them to see them that they might pick that instead of milk for what for many different reasons it might be their political reasons it might be like health reasons there's a lot of reasons to choose soy milk over milk and so i think that it 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 was one a really clear understanding of who their customers were and that they actually existed beyond it lactose intolerant people um because i'm one of those people i'm not lactose intolerant and i drink mm-hmm. alternative to milk all the time yeah, And then I think it also was incredibly bold. I mean, I can't imagine that the dairy farmers were very excited about this. <laughs> I imagine there was a lot of pushback politically. Yeah. And so the, those sorts of moves, having that clarity of how you're trying to position something, it shouldn't be like some easy thing. I and mean, we're talking about a competitive marketplace where we're competing for people's dollars. <laughs> exactly. You know, this, is, this is not um, where we're all going to be like doing, yay, that's such a good idea that you decided <laughs> to do that. No, people are going to be like, no, absolutely not. So we're <laughs> the confidence to go forward into the marketplace and push the grocers to put you there. Well, it's because you have this positioning strategy in mind and everybody on your team's in bo- board and counting on you to secure that deal. <laughs> There's a lot more momentum in your direction when that happens. Exactly. And then that's how you go from zero to 120. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Jen has got something really super cool to announce to everyone. And by the way, go to take a look at jenmorgan.com. When we come back, we're going to be talking about, yeah, how do you develop this strategy? I mean, did that soy milk just pop up and be there? What is involved in doing this? And what are the choices that you will have so you can make educated, informed decisions about your brand and most importantly about you? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. The club isn't the best place to find the lovers of the bar is where I go. Bree Gibbs is a fourth-generation high priestess with the knowledge to raise your vibration and conscious creation. Offering a wide variety of services from goddess light and shamanic healing seminars to private reading sessions, Bree works with you so you too can stand in your own power. Isn't it about time you took your life into your own hands? For more information about Bree's services and products, visit silvergaia.com. That's silvergaia.com. A word of caution, if you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine, and my show is Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. When we're bogged down with our emotions, the hardships that plague us in our relationships, at work, our finances, 
we literally can't see the higher plane where we could be operating from. Tune in to Leslie Fontaine, Share Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to Dynamics of Diversity Radio, scripting the new narrative for immigration with leading experts, Kripa Upadya and Steve Tanijo on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will remove the noise that often accompanies discussions on this topic and share a new perspective on the dynamics of immigration and diversity, ever reminding us that together we are all at the core of innovation, excellence, and positive change. Visit OrbitLawPLLC.com for upcoming topics. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh, my goodness. Come over and start up a conversation with just me And trust me, I'll give it a chance now Take my hand, stop, pick on the man on the jukebox And then we start to dance And I'm singing like, girl, you know I want your love Your love was handmade for somebody like me Come on now, follow my lead I may be crazy, don't mind me Say, boy, let's not talk too much Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Jen Morgan in the house. You're listening to Radically Distinct Radio. I'm Dr. Pat. And for those of you out there, if you've missed any part of this, you can certainly listen to it again later on tonight on Transformation Talk Radio. But also you can go to JenMorgan.com. Now, Jen, before we jump into, okay, now I'm really getting a sense that I've got to develop an effective positioning strategy. Before we get to how do you go about that? You have something that you've created for folks, um, a text club. Tell folks, tell folks about this and what you've made available. Yeah, so I have uh, this text club, and basically what I do is I can text you when a new show goes live because I have this show that I'm doing right now on the Dr. Pat show, and I also have a, a podcast that we do mm-hmm. weekly. And we just got through this series on self – well, I'm actually still in the middle of a series on self-worth – that was started because I was asked to speak about self-worth in Olympia for a, wo- a woman's um, leadership organization. So I was speaking about it, and it was just the conversation has so much, so many legs. So I continue speaking about it, and I also created a chart. This chart is called the RAD chart, and it helps you se- self-evaluate your pers- your perception of yourself. So you can get that chart, and you can join the text club by texting in to the number 31996, and then you need to send the word RAD, R-A-D. So the word is RAD to the number 31996. Awesome. Um, And, you know, this is a way for people to, to get some additional information, you know, what they're looking for in order to really have a conversation about where am I today and where do I want to go? And that really is kind of the next thing we're talking about is, okay, great. I get it. I need to have an effective positioning strategy, but you know what? I don't even know where to begin, Jen. That's where you come in, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So how we get started is we first need to uh, clarify where, <laughs> who you are today, where you want to go, right? And that's what, you know, we call that brand clarity. And the goal there is to just make sure that I'm understanding 
what you're understanding in terms of the perception. And I might go interview some people, depends on where it's at, but we're trying to get a really good same page picture of where you are today and where you want to go. Then what we want to do is think about the competition that you're going to have in order to get there. So for example, Netflix, a lot, everybody knows Netflix now as the number one streaming, uh, business, I guess, the number one streaming source for movies, right? We all think, I mean, Netflix is a verb now. Let's Netflix and chill. Okay. (laughs) Netflix is the number one, right? It is beat out like a lot of people who could have taken that place, such as Blockbuster, which we talked about a few months ago. Um, But Netflix, I'm imagining that it had this dream to, or this vision to become the number one way in which you experience movies, something along those lines. But they don't get started like that. How do they go to market, which is a reason for having a positioning strategy? You need a positioning strategy to go to market with a new business or a new product or to expand your market. So when they go to market, they go to market as offering cult cult classics that are not available at Blockbuster. So that's how they get started, right? And you, the way in which we come up with that first go-to-market strategy is by looking at where you want to go, looking at the competition you're going to have along the way, and finding an edge, finding yeah. a place for you to be able to get people to support you, right? That's the point of a positioning statement. We're not trying to, when we're just getting started with Netflix, speak to everybody. We will lose <laughs> because yeah. we don't have enough marketing budget to do so. But if we focus on a very specific group of people where we can start making some money and investing in the development of who we are as a company, well, now we're actually, uh, you know, we're, we're lucrative. We're, we're moving forward. So that's the whole purpose of competitive analysis. Then once you've got that part um, in place, what you're going to try to, you're going to define you're going to differentiate yourself and you're going to define it for people. So what I called earlier in your positioning is an idea statement and specific actions, right? So the milk for cereal is an idea statement. We want to give it a name, something simple we can understand, not something really complicated, (laughs) something simple that most people can get. And then we're going to take specific actions that are going to take some time to do, right? They're not like, I'm going to call somebody on the phone. That's not not what I'm saying. Specific action, like we're going to put a picture of Mm -hmm. a cereal bowl with milk going into it, right? That's a whole design strategy. Then what we're going to do is we're going to have product placement strategy. And that product placement is going to put us right next to our number one competitor. We're just going to say that (laughs) we are equal. (laughs) Right. So that's how you create a competitive uh, or, or create a effective positioning strategy. That's the process. And then you have to get feedback, okay? Because just because you create it doesn't mean people necessarily get it. And the feedback process um, is supposed to help you edit. It's supposed to help you clarify. Clarify your perspective so that you can be more more clear to other people that you're putting it out there. It, it, the way to get effective feedback is to first self-evaluate. This is, (laughs) you know, I believe really strongly that personal branding is the first step to being able to create any other business brand in the world. Because as long as you're not clear on your own personal brand, then you're trying to put your personal brand in everything and it's just not good. (laughs) So um, you want to self-evaluate. And that rad chart that I sent that if you text into the, basically take out your phone right now, if you're listening right now and you're thinking, I need a positioning strategy, take out your phone, and I want you to text into this club. The number is 31996, and the word is RAD. 
So text that in and what you're going to get is a link to a chart. And on that chart, you're going to see how to self-evaluate. And you'll see over in the right-hand corner, I think of myself as radically distinct. That means that I have a high level of self-worth and I have a high level of self-efficacy. And then you'll see over in the left-hand, bottom left-hand corner, a dodo bird. Okay, so this is where we get to the concept of if you're not radically distinct, you're radically extinct. Because no matter where you end up on this chart, if you're in the left hand corner, which is where you're a copycat, where you're looking at the world outside of yourself and you're doing what people think you should be doing, and you're not sure how to adapt or change because you didn't come up with the reason for acting that way, right? That's, that, that's the top left hand corner. And if you're looking at this chart, it's maybe make more sense. And if you're yeah, bottom, I'm looking at the chart. You're looking at the chart? Okay. And then yeah, because the I just did this. Okay, great. And the bottom right-hand corner, there's an imposter. That's yeah. where you have a high level of self-worth, but you're very ineffective, okay? <laughs> and the reason you're ineffective is because people can't rally behind you because they're not believing you. Something's yeah. off. Right. So if you end up in, those, in the top left or the top right, uh, then you're quickly going to go into the bottom extinct if you don't try to start working on how to make yourself radically distinct. Yeah. The way to think about this too, I think it's important to have a, a, um, a positive mindset when you look at this. Blockbuster was definitely a radically distinct company and they eventually moved into the dodo bird category. Okay. So yeah, it's an, no kidding. Active, an active thing to keep yourself radically distinct, to keep yourself, because you have to believe that we're always changing. I mean, if you, I believe that we're always changing, we're always adapting to the environment around ourselves. So if you agree that you have to change and adapt yourself in order to stay competitive, then you need to continually do actions that are sharpening and clarifying who you are in the world so that you can create what you want in the world. That's the belief of radically distinct. And as soon as you start doing things like, oh, um, you know, I am who I am, or this is the way <laughs> things have always been, you're a dodo bird. <laughs> you are <laughs> relevant to extinct relatively quickly. Okay. So how to get self, how to get really good feedback is the first self-evaluate and make sure that you're not asking people to affirm who you are. <laughs> you want to make sure that you're saying, this is how I want to be perceived. This is what I'm thinking about doing. What do you think about that? Right. That's a that's a good thing. But what a lot of people do is we're trying to get people to tell us that we're OK, that we're that that you're going to be fine. And I like you and all these other things that are that a person giving you feedback is going to have to dumb down their feedback because they're afraid you can't handle the truth. Yeah. I mean, this is really part of the issue that we're running into with social media and people today. You know, it's the conversation about, wait a minute, let me do something on social media and see what you all think about me. And if you don't like what you think about me, then it's going to really upset me. You know, I, I watched the Oscars the other night and what I loved about it was the segment that they did with all of these tweets that some of these actors got. And I got to tell you, some of them were really harsh. And I love the whole uh, Tilda Swinton, uh, her, the, the, the image they had of her was of this little dog. And here were these people that had to be extremely confident in who they are to be able to read in public some of the really, really harsh statements. You know, what is it that folks can do? I want to talk about this when we come back. You know, what you're talking about is also developing, you know, a, a level of self-worth 
that can optimize the impact of the efforts without diminishing who we are as individuals. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the RAD chart. But most importantly, you know, what are, in recap, the five pillars of a powerful brand? We'll be right back. What is a brilliant culture, and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you design a culture that is authentic, innovative, and successful. Learn how to create change with Cultural Brilliance Radio, the DNA of organizational excellence, and Claudette Rowley. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit ClaudetteRowley.com. Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. Gifted intuitive healer and spiritual teacher, Sarah Luce, brings her unique style to the hit show, Small Steps, Big Breakthrough Radio, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in each month as Sarah turns reality on end and shows us how to experience expansive results with simple yet powerful steps. Expect an enlightening bend on what you currently believe is possible. For show details and upcoming topics, visit SarahLoose.com. That's S-A-R-A-L-O-O-S.com. Be unstoppable. Who do executive women count on for up-to-date information on everything from stilettos to being heard in the boardroom? To achieve excellence, you must first take control of your life and develop a successful strategy with the Unstoppable Diva. Tune in to Up or Out with Connie Fife, Mondays, 5 p.m. Eastern, as she cuts through the BS to guide you to become bold, connected, and unstoppable. For more information, visit uporout.com. Beyond being this amazing neurologist, inventor, author, Dr. Dan Cohen has been called to look at technology and look at personal and spiritual development and merge these together as technology uses the healing and psycho-spiritual effects of synchronized sounds, vibrations, electromagnetic fields, and how that interacts with us in our nervous system in what we're calling the Soltech Chair. The Soltech Lounge induces profound levels of relaxation that transition over time into deep meditative states. The synchronized sound vibration and magnetic field induce these states. The subject doesn't have to work at it. To learn more, go to soltechwellbeing.com. That's S-O-L-T-E-C, well-being. Hey, 
everybody, welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tuning us in and turning us on. I mean, what a great conversation. And boy, I'll tell you, this is so important for any of you out there that have a dream and have an idea. Because what Jen is talking about is, you know, let's not step in the potholes that many of us have stepped in. Let's learn a few things. And also, let's hire somebody that's going to help us get the thing done. I cannot tell you how many people I talk with every day that say, if I'd have only spent a little time, effort, and money up front, I would not have wasted time, effort, and money thereafter trying to backpedal and reenact my dream. I cannot tell you how many people have gone down this pathway. Now today, we have folks out there, Jen Morgan happens to be one of the best, that can help you, first of all, shorten the time to market, but most importantly, create a brand that you are not going to have to redo. Redos are not okay to do a lot of times in our lives especially about our passion and our dream. Jen, thank you for today. And um, again, you know, please give out that uh, information. I, I actually went in and I sent the text. Tell folks how to do that again. And then we're going to talk about let's maximize the impact. Okay. So what you want to do is you want to take out your phone and you want to open up a text message. And the number that you want to text to is 31996. That's 31996. And then the message, you just put the word RAD, R-A-D. And then you're going to get back an autoresponder. And then you're in the club. I'm going to send you updates about new shows that go live and new tools that you need in order to be radically distinct in the world. Awesome. Okay. You know, I made, a, I made a comment before because I've been down this pathway myself. And, you know, the question is, how do I maximize the impact of our efforts? And, you know, if you're somebody like me that really didn't know what you didn't know and didn't know you can actually find people to help you, you've spent a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a lot of money putting into creating a way to enact your dream. Now we do not have to do that. Social media brings us to you, brings us to what you do. But let's talk about what the pillars are of a powerful brand. Now, we've talked about some of them, so let's recap. But how do we use the RAD chart to help us even today? Well, the, what I want you to do is do a self-analysis with the RAD chart. And you should that self-analysis is going to help you know. You know our, when you think about your ability to produce results, are you a one through five or are you a six through 10? You know, so if a six through 10, that means that you believe that you are able to produce and manifest high. So you're going to be on the top line. And then when you talk about your own personal value, are you a one through five, which is going to put you on the left side, or are you a six through 10, which is going to put you on the right side? It's a very general thing. We could probably work out some questions to help you find yourself there. And the, the goal is not to be upset because you're in any spot that's not radically distinct. It's just to figure out where exactly you feel you are, to give yourself a sense of what needs to be adjusted and fixed in the world. So that's what you're going to use the RAD chart for. It's going to give you a visual perception of the way that you feel about how you show up in the world. And that's very important because otherwise we're going to be working against that. <laughs> so we want to include <laughs> the way that you feel um, from right from the beginning because humans make decisions emotionally. And whether or not we want to believe it or not, we can put safeguards in our financial planning so that we don't do that. 
And we can try to come up with all kinds of logical reasons why we don't want to make decisions emotionally. But at the end of the day, your ability to produce results has to do with your ability to channel your emotions the way you intend, not all over the place in like a kind of conflicted way where you kind of want this, but you kind of don't want this. And you're not really sure how much of yourself to put forward. So the whole purpose of the RAD method is to help you align the way that you think, feel, and believe about yourself to what you're trying to do. That's the fastest way to achieve a goal. It's going to be a little bit more scary. That's why you're going to have somebody like me or a coach or somebody in your life who's Mm -hmm. going to help you realistically look at the stuff that comes up, not come up with some dream ideas and some crazy stories that make no sense in the reality of your own experience. (laughs) Okay. I know. And so, um, so that's the goal. And when we're, I like to start with passion every time that I do an assessment. Yeah. Like I want to know, you know, things that you feel you can channel all your energy into. I I have this one client who's actually a, a marketing company and I'm, I'm, perfect. Everything's perfect. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, great, what am I going to help you with here? You know? And then I say, you know, what are you, what are you passionate about? Um, like how, what gives you passionate? And I find out that the owner is this, like, you know, he's an older guy now he's got a family, but he's an amazing tennis player. And he says, when he starts talking about how he still kicks the young guy's butts, cause he's the way that he thinks about tennis. Right. And he just goes on and on. And this is a guy who understands branding really well. And I get that the way he thinks about tennis is how he thinks about his work. And once I start having a conversation with about the dynamicism, dynam, dynamic energy of tennis, I start to see how this brand operates in the world. It's not what he looks like because he doesn't look like an athlete. Okay. He does not. Yeah. <laughs> but the way that he, as a, as a company and as a brand is a very competitive, very athletic, very you know, agile like company and they help and that helps them provide services to the people that they work with who need to be able to grow and expand into multiple different directions. So the passion part is really understanding how does this person channel their energy into whatever it is that they do. And they might call it tennis, they might call it whatever they do, but it's a way of being in the world that they're able to be 100% focused on what it is that they're doing. That's my You've goal. you got to be, Jen. I mean, this is so important. For those of you out there, you pretty much want to call Jen now. Um, <laughs> let's give out your phone number because I cannot say enough about how we do not in this day and age need to really struggle with enacting our dream. We just don't have to do it anymore, Jen. And this, I think, is what we really struggle with. The fact that, okay, so I'm going to say I think especially women, because we think we have to do it all ourselves. We don't. And we're talking about a life cycle that many people think has to take five, 10 years. And the body of work you're, you do really gets people going. So give out your phone number and your website. What a great show. Yeah, you can call me at 206-972-5366. Or you can go right to my website and then you can fill out a contact form and I will email you back and we can set up a time to talk. My website is jenmorgan.com. That's Jen with two N's and Morgan, like the rum, like Captain Morgan, dot com. Nice. That's Listen, how you would find me. <laughs> personal message. We have a Pers- minute left. Personal what message. What do you want to leave us with? I know. What happened? 
<laughs> you know, position. So like when you're, when you're trying to figure out what, how to get to market or how to expand, how to reorganize your brand, the most important piece is your positioning strategy. Your positioning strategy is going to clarify everything from who's on your team to how to communicate your message, how to pick designers. Everything is going to be about that positioning strategy. And the more clear you are on that positioning strategy, the better your marketing is going to be because the more specific your actions are going to be. They're going to be easier to measure. They're going to be easier easier to take action on. You're going to be able to adjust. Without that positioning strategy, everything is going to be mushy. You're not going to know what works. You're not going to know who to hire. You're just going to be going around being a Me Too monkey or, or kind of feeling like you're an imposter in the world. And eventually you're going to run out of funds and you're not going to be able to pay to create leads if we're talking about your business. So positioning strategy is the most important thing that you do when it, when it comes to going to market or reaching new people. I love it. Jen Morgan, everybody go check it out. JenMorgan.com. And we're not done talking about you, your brand, your value, and your dream. We'll see you next time. Oh, wait a minute. I got another hour coming up. Stay tuned. (laughs) Hey, thank you for tuning into Radically Distinct Radio. I don't want you to miss an episode, so subscribe to Radically Distinct Radio on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. And if you can, please rate and review the show on iTunes. Stay connected to me. Sign up for my newsletter on my website, jenmorgan.com. Follow at Radically Distinct on Instagram and Facebook. And tweet with me at, at jenmorganbrand. Until next time, I'm Jen Morgan, reminding you to be Radically Distinct. preceding audio was via a Skype call.